Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. And now it's time for part two of In the Moment. And now it's time for In the Moment shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. Right, shout out to Columbia. Seriously. Hey. For three reasons. You ready for this? Hope. What? <laughs> I meant the soda. Of course you did. We can get Coke anywhere, though, can Here in Atlanta, Coca-Cola anywhere. Guess what? What? You'll never guess it. I saw some things in Columbia you'd never think you'd see. The Rock. I saw rocks. I didn't see The Rock. Um, you know what I saw out there you never thought you'd see? No. A married man. Shout out to the married man I met in Columbia. Alone. Alone? That's... No wife? Oh, what? Which means his wife let him go. I told you there's women like that. I did not believe it. I told you they exist. Tall dude. Mm. His name is literally Tall White Boy on Instagram. Mm. Great guy. Great guy. It's funny, too. He used to live in Atlanta. Okay. Knew exactly who I was when I met him. Mm. All the way in Columbia, right? So we kicking it. I'm like, you married? See, I'm married, man. I come on here once a year. With who? By myself. Once a year. Once a year, by himself. That's suspicious. Why? That's where I would... <laughs> See? <laughs> Once a year. But I saw him for three days. Okay. Never had a woman with him. I believe that. Never had a woman with I him. I believe that. He said, I don't come out here for that. I come out here. I just love Columbia. He said, I tell my wife, honestly, I like to look at beautiful women. I ain't doing nothing with them. I just like to look at them. Like mm-hmm. the scenery, like the parties, like the prices. And she lets me come. Once Window a year. Shop. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, one, I never thought I'd meet a married man by himself in Columbia. And two, I never thought I'd meet a faithful man out there in Columbia. Mm. That is two things I never thought I'd see in Columbia that I saw, and I think that deserves a round of applause right here on In The Moment. It happened. Mm -hmm. None of my other married friends will ever get to see this. Ever. But he did. But now do you realize what I've been telling you forever? No, she's the only woman. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. right. Now what I did do, (laughs) I went paragliding. I saw. You saw me? I saw on your story. I was lit. You was bigger than that dude holding you, though. <laughs> I was way bigger. I was like, Why every time I got to put my life most tall ass. in jeopardy, I'm in some grown man lap? <laughs> Yo, skydiving, they hump you to the front. <laughs> they don't even ask your number. And, uh, I mean, it's a little different with paragliding. You're not necessarily, like, in his lap, but he's behind you, right? You're in his lap? And, Yes. <laughs> Because as a man, right, you got toxic masculinity when you when you on the hill. Mm. You're like, yo, you ain't got to come that close, bro. Just buckle me up, relax yourself. 
Like, you know what I mean? Right. But then soon, as that as the parachute come out, and you go, ooh, and you lift a little bit, and you realize you run out of hill, and now you in the air, you want that man to hold you. You know what I'm right. talking about? Right. Hey, yo, hold me, Papa. No. <laughs> no. No, bring me close. And bring me close. <laughs> everybody who. To your arms. To your arms. I think you should do it. Paragliding is an amazing experience. I told you I would do that. You should do it. Over skydiving. Funny thing is, we were talking about this. Bert said he thought skydiving was scarier. Mm -hmm. I only know one other person who has done both, and he said he thought paragliding was scarier. I actually think paragliding is scarier also. But why? The reason is they're both scary as hell, right? To a certain extent, at least for me. You know I don't really fear much. Yeah. But paragliding, I actually had a moment of like, I'm uncomfortable, and I'm really never uncomfortable. Mm. Skydiving, I was uncomfortable, but only leading up to the actual jump. Mm. Once you jump, everything happens so fast mm -hmm. that you really barely have time to think about how afraid you are. You're just enjoying it. It's, a, it's the hardest thing in the world to explain, but at least for me. When I got pushed out, I realized that all the fear was gone. Mm -hmm. The fear is when you on the plane and you going up or even when they're putting your, your suit on and then when they open the door and you realize like the only way out this plane is to actually jump like they're not going to land this shit. Right. That's what the fear is. Once you out there and you fall in, I felt like Superman. Mm -hmm. I felt like I don't want this experience to end. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, you pull your chute and you're basically paragliding right to the ground. And I think the paragliding part when you're skydiving is not scary because you're so happy that the chute opened. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you, because that's the whole thing is, is the chute going to open. Uh, and when it does and you realize I'm not going to die, mm -hmm. it's not scary. Mm -hmm. You're like relieved. Whereas with paragliding, at least for me, the first couple minutes was like, all right, you jump off the hill, you're going up, up, up. And then you start to look down and realize you are literally sitting in the sky. You are literally sitting on top of the world, right? And then the first couple minutes is cool. Then you start to see birds. And then you see airplanes landing. And they're right there. Mm -hmm. Like you, you on a, you neck and neck with a plane. Mm -hmm. And you start to think, what if one of these birds decide, hey, let me go fuck with that big orange thing over That's there. Screw. <laughs> <laughs> <It's cute. laughs> Get your little, you know yeah. And put a hole in your shit. Okay. Ain't nothing down there but trees. That's true. So it's, it's so much time to think about what if things go wrong, but that's because I think that way. That's why it was scarier to me. Does that make sense? That makes absolute sense. The only reason why I think that, for me, paragliding might be easier is because I'm thinking of it as a sense of zip lining. When you zip line, like for real zip line. Yeah, I've done that. You're doing it for a minute. It ain't, it, it's way scarier than zip lining. So. Not even close. But I feel like I'm still so high yeah. that the way paragliding looked, especially from what you posted, it looked like I'm ziplining without the zipline. But you 10,000 feet in the air. And when you skydive, how high are you? I believe you're a little higher. Exactly. But it's it's a straight shot. You're not just chilling It's a straight shot to... Imagine you just... <laughs> you, but you think you have the time to think about... What if things go wrong? You don't. But you don't. So you're when going you start so thinking, fast. Okay. You have no time to think like that. Okay. You just like, oh shit, I'm really 
falling. I'm a bird out this. Mm, okay. Whereas when you you paraglide, you up there just literally moving mad slow with somebody breathing on your neck, and you just feel like yo, <laughs> yo, my man. I forgot to ask you. You got to shoot and something to live for, <laughs> or like you know what right. I'm saying? Okay. Okay. But it's it's a great experience. I think everyone should do it. Now, what was funny is shout out to Key Will again. I went before him. Mm-hmm. He was after me. Mm-hmm. So typically, it goes in order. Whoever goes before you, they land before you. Whoever goes after you, they land after you. Well, when I went, he was still behind me doing videos, you know, key. Mm-hmm. And then when I landed, he was still on the ground doing videos. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure if he even left the ground. I hit the ground like, how in the hell is he back before me Right. if I left before him? I said, bro, what happened? He said, Brian, a lot of you. I went out there. We got about... <laughs> We got about 40 feet in the air. I said, yo, my man, you turn this around. <laughs> Katie, they sent us the full video of our entire mm-hmm. paragliding experience. Uh-huh. My video was like eight minutes. This is like 147. No. He said, turn it around. Immediately. And they did it? Yes. They don't have a choice. He was done. Mm-mm. My man didn't even, he said, and he don't speak a lick of Spanish. So I don't know how he got that across to him. He probably was up there on the app. Uh-huh. <laughs> and turn this around in Spanish. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, and he brought it back. Yeah. <laughs> and he brought it back. Oh, shit. That was his whole experience. So, you know, a, I got to see his video. I oh, my, oh it's the funniest thing you'll ever see in your life. <laughs> I got to see it. Oh, my God. He, huh, 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 huh. he was terrified. Terrified. Wow. But it was great. You got to come on the next one. Okay. All right, y'all. Let's get down to business. All right, Rod Wave. Yes. Who that and what he did? Apparently, Rod Wave is a rapper. I tried to play his music for you for you earlier, and you didn't recognize his music, and I've never recognized his music. I just know his name. <laughs> yep. But he's been going viral lately because... He got caught up cheating. Oh. But not just, oh, I just saw him cheating. No, no, no. There was a live video on Instagram, and this woman is, like, sitting down somewhere. She's on her phone. I don't even know if she knows there's a camera on her or if it's live. We don't know the whole scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, But she's on her own phone talking to him. Just music playing in the background. He comes over, and he's about to, like, put his hands on her shoulder and, like, rub him. And he puts, he goes over as he's making a gesture, he looks up at the camera. He's like, man, what the fuck? And then walks off. <laughs> and grabs the camera and turn it, turns it off. He didn't realize it was on live. He didn't realize that he was live in the video. And that woman that he was about to go put his hands on and mm-hmm. rub her shoulders is not the woman that is his current girlfriend. Uh-oh. And that went viral on social media because it was live. So people would screenshot, you know, videos. Yeah. And post it. Wow. And now the man is in hot water for this. I bet. Twitter uh-huh. has been saying some different things. Like? This is why you don't cheat with a fan. Oh, well, you can cheat with other people. It's not a fan. That's what Twitter is saying. And I want to know what you think about that because I okay. saw several tweets from men who was like, this is why you don't cheat with groupies. This is why you don't cheat with a fan. How about this is why you don't so, cheat yeah. at all? Who do you cheat with? That's what you got to ask him. Yeah. That's a stupid take, right? Who do, you, who do you cheat with then? But that was a lot of tweets that I saw, and I'm like, so no one's just going to think that, hey, man, just don't go live or make sure you know where your phones are. Yeah. No, no, just no, don't just, cheat with them. Just don't cheat. There are levels, if we're going to be honest, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the message is clear. Don't cheat. Yeah. If you're going to deal with a certain kind of guy, 
the that high status. percent guy. We, mm-hmm. we we talk about this. This is this is a message that was left, and I know a lot of people don't want to hear it, but it's a true message, right? Mm-hmm. Don't be messy. Mm-hmm. You know, and this takes me to the Melissa Ford conversation of which I saw on Joe Budden's podcast a while back, where she said, as a woman who has seen it all, been through it all in her forties, I believe, she's overthinking that if a man cheats, she's leaving. Mm-hmm. And it received mixed reviews from women. I saw women saying, "No, I'm not. I'm not selling for that, regardless." And I saw other women saying, "When y'all mature, y'all gonna realize that she actually knows what she's talking about." Mm-hmm. And what her message was was, "No, I like any other woman. Do not want to get cheated on, right?" Mm-hmm. However, I've kind of realized that if you are gonna deal with a certain kind of guy in a certain kind of position, which they say a man is only as faithful as his options. That's mm-hmm. what they say, right? Mm-hmm. Man who has a ton of options. Obviously, he's an entertainer, a millionaire, a successful guy. If he's moving in circles where there are going to be a lot of women throwing themselves at him, he's going to have a temptation that's unlike anything that another man may have. Right. And he may slip up here or there. Right. Her thing became more like, just don't embarrass me. I don't want to know. I don't want to see it. I don't want anyone else to know, and I don't want anyone else to see it. If you happen to go out there and slip up, cool. But when you come home to me and you're with me, take care of me. Mm-hmm. To the point where if I'm well taken care of, if I'm loved, if I'm treated right, if I'm given everything that I need and desire and he happens to go up there and slip up and I never know about it, I'm not mad at it anymore. I don't see it as that bad of a thing. What do you think about her take on that? Um, in today's time, I think that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me explain why. I ain't say nothing. If it's MLK and Coretta in the... 60s. You think like MLK wait, 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 had the right to go pop something? Wait, wait, wait. Right? <laughs> Corinna yeah. was probably like, look, uh-huh. this is my king. He has a dream. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> right? Right. So during that time. He has a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Don't embarrass me. Right. During the civil rights movement. I know you're doing all this civil rights movement <laughs> shit. I ain't gonna stop you and all that, King. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So in the 1950s and 1960s, I can see how a woman would do that, especially in his position. He probably had a lot of women throwing themselves at him. You think so? <laughs> they was like, oh my God. Well, I can't picture Martin fucking. <laughs> no, he was. I can't picture Nah, he was. Why can't I picture it though? I can picture it. I was. Imagine all how the did, women like. How did he talk during <laughs> when he was getting it right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why he turned him into the Kool Aid man? Why he did that? That's his sexy. See, oh, uh, <laughs> one day, ooh. <laughs> Loretta, Loretta, Loretta. Oh, Loretta. Put him on top. You know what he whispered in her ear? What he said? Rosa has nothing on you. <laughs> I'm hitting the back of the bus. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I think MLK was a hoe. Oh, so, oh. 
You've been said this though. You have, <laughs> yes. you have said this. You stuck I by it. I appreciate this. what he's done for civil rights movement, but I think <laughs> at that too. time a lot of women was like, "Yo, Reverend, <laughs> <laughs> civil right, rights was the now. only thing moving." You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> 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 yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> so during that time and that day and age, I feel like it goes true that just don't embarrass me. If right. we want to be a, a united front and do what we have to do to push our movement and our agenda, cool. Yeah. Just don't embarrass me publicly. Uh huh. Because imagine how he did what them headlines would look like. Yeah, back it would have been bad. You know, right. in the yep. 1950s. I feel like now, especially with all the shows of the sister wives and, you know, everything that's coming out, and more people I've realized are openly saying they're polyamorous or all these other things. Right. That in today's age, if you know that there's even a a possibility that you may sleep with someone, even if you feel like emotionally you're connected to this person and you want to be with them forever, but there's a possibility that you may sleep with someone, be upfront and open with it because, like I've always said, there's someone for everyone. And I feel now that a lot more um, practices of how people move in relationships and especially when it comes to sexual partners it's more open now. I hear more stories about open relationships. You shouldn't feel the need to cheat anymore. I agree with you. And that's what... But it's also unrealistic. Why? Because, unfortunately, everyone won't happen to meet the person that will be the quote-unquote lover of their life, mm-hmm. but be willing to deal with them being with multiple people. That's where I think your theory goes out the window. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Because I think a lot of people will meet someone who they love and want to be with, Mm -hmm. genuinely. Mm -hmm. But they'll also have an itch that they want to scratch. And I don't think that the person that they're with will accept that. So what will they do? Then for me, how I see it is if you meet someone who you think is the love of your life, but you have an itch that you want to scratch. The person you're with, if you know it's not going to accept that, is not your person. That's all. I don't know I, I, that to be no, true. I always I, I, that in in the movies. I no no no. I I believe it wholeheartedly. The person that's for you is the person that's going to accept you in every single aspect. All of you. You love the Disney ending. You do. I do. You do, Katie, and and I get it. Life don't always work out so perfectly like that. I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm not. I'm just challenging your <laughs> yeah. opinion, right? Life don't always work out like that. From what I have witnessed in people, mm-hmm. I've known many of people, especially men, if I'm keeping it a buck, mm-hmm. a couple women, mm-hmm. but mostly men, who have been in a position where it was like, no, I love her. That's the mother of my children. I want nothing more than her. Like, she's it for me. But they also have an itch. Mm-hmm. They ain't about to tell her that. Of course not. Which is wrong. It's so wrong. But the majority of cheaters, they're not going to... Say, I, I don't want to be with this person because even though I love them, they won't let me cheat, so I'm going to go find somebody who will. They're not going to do that. That's why so many people cheat, I think. And I get that, but then there's the point of the matter where I feel like if you truly are with someone who you know will not accept that, who will be upset if they ever found out that you cheated, right? Who would be hurt by finding out that you cheated? Why would you go out and do that? Selfish. People are selfish, Katie. You expect and the that's best because, out of everybody. No, no, and no, 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 I don't. And everybody ain't about to give you that. I know that, but I'm saying that, then, then that speaks on your character. Of course it does, but most people are then, selfish. 
if you really love that person, don't say, "Hey, I cheated on you," even though I loved you, and I'm so sorry. Don't say that shit. Oh well, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't. That's like when people say, "Oh, it was a mistake." Don't say, "Oh, she's my the, the mother, of my children. I love everything she does for me." No, 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 no. I'm with you. I, and I, I get what you cheat, Don't do that. And what I want, even if people do that, I feel like for a lot of women, they just accept that as. <sighs> It's probably going to happen, and he made a mistake, and it's okay. We can get through this. A lot of women tend to accept it because they feel like that's what men will do, right? Mm-hmm. But at what point will the women who won't accept it stand up for themselves and say, no, nah, fuck you? Well, I, I get what you're saying. And again, I am not saying you're wrong. I'm mm-hmm. challenging you, but I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. First of all, I want to say it, it is mostly women in my experience, but I do know some men, too. I know a couple men. Actually, I know a man right now getting cheated on and know it. And he has never cheated on her. And why is, why is he still with her? Because he wants the, the woman that he feels everybody else wants. He wants her. He can't. Everybody is not strong enough. And mm. everybody, I want to really dive into this, but I don't at the same time because everybody is so different, yo. Yeah, I, there, there are women that are going to say, I would never tolerate it. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? I know women who have said, I would never tolerate it from yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then he went to the next day. He did it. And it was less caliber. And it was and, and you should have stayed where you was at because it wasn't even as bad. And it gets so everybody's experience is so different that I just feel like we judge each other so much in these experiences and in these areas. But then when you're single, they judge you. Mm-hmm. Well, you could have had a man, right? But you gave up on him because he made a mistake, or vice versa. You could have had a woman. So, like, we all just trying to figure out the answers. I just don't know that I I judge women who say that anymore. I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to look at women who say, well. At a certain point in life, you realized that it's not always worth leaving. I said, mm-hmm. what? It's always worth it. Yeah. The older I get, the more I realize it's not always worth leaving. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It really depends on a lot of different factors. And I just no longer feel like we should judge people for it. And when she made the statement of, man, I've had men with less cheat on me for less, I, I understood what she meant. Who's next? All right, have you been keeping up with Tyrese and DJ Envy? Have I? This is is interesting. This is the first time I watched an entire Breakfast Club interview. Really? First time. I watched the whole thing from start to finish. All right, so let me catch y'all up on what's going on if you are not familiar. Um, Now, a part of this I didn't know. But DJ Envy from the Breakfast Club and Tyrese apparently have some kind of brotherhood going wrong. And reason being, back in the day when DJ Envy cheated on his wife and it became a big thing, he was trying to win his wife back. Apparently, Tyrese was reaching out to DJ Envy back then to say, yo, keep your head up. If you need anything from me, I got your back. Which led to Tyrese actually going in and singing Stay, his song Stay, to DJ Envy's wife to try to convince her to stay in the marriage with DJ Envy. You didn't think that was funny? I thought that was hilarious. Okay. Because, wait, why is that about to help? I don't know why, but I felt like if I cheated on my wife, yo, and I was just, like, trying to find anything, like, Tyrese coming in and singing at dinner wasn't exactly my go-to move. Why is is that a thing? I don't know, but that's why I thought. I was like, really? You got Jody? (laughs) Right? Like, the only worst decision would have been Martin's. Getting Brian McKnight. Oh, he don't yeah. even take care of his kids. <laughs> All right, what single would you get though? From anywhere, if you was trying to convince your girl to stay, who you getting to come sing? Mm, that's hard. 
it's gotta be it's gonna be Beyonce. She gonna sing. Oh, yeah. She you gonna sing. It. Start over though. Oh, if you get Beyonce to come, let's start over. You gotta stay. Give love their wings. You gotta stay. You gotta. Yeah, that's lit. I genuinely don't think I would ever do that, Katie. Mm-mm. I don't. Mm-mm. Maybe. Ooh, Kenny Lattimore for you. Oh wait, of all the people, <laughs> you're gonna get Kenny Lattimore. She's not gonna know who that is. <laughs> She's going to think that's a regular bald-headed. Nah, if she my wife, she going to know. She going to know Kenny? Yeah. You going to get Kenny Lattimore? That's how I connect with women. Right. If they know their music. I'm getting boys and men to come in there. <laughs> See? Now I'm going to have a row of acts. <laughs> and it's going to be like, you know what I mean? It's going to be like a festival. Boys and men they in gold. It's the 90s festival. <laughs> I'm bringing SWV you know back. Usher <laughs> <laughs> um, going to skate in there. <laughs> Use your heart and not show mine. I should come in. Yes. What song I should gonna sing? He don't even have like a "Stay with Me" song, does he? Yeah, he does. He gonna sing my boo. Here I stand. Oh yeah. She don't know that song. But no matter where I go or how far I go, I'm here for you. Here I stand is my like favorite that. Usher song. Usher gonna come in there and take your wife. <laughs> you gotta watch you her. You can't. Call. You, that's, that's true. You gotta that's watch it. Right. She gonna come in. She's like, "All right, Usher, I'm I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." She gonna apologize to Usher. He gonna be like, "What?" Coming in, you make me wanna leave the one. <laughs> now I gotta beat your ass. See? You done skated in. Yo, I didn't understand the whole Tyree sing to get his wife back thing, but whatever. <laughs> that was funny though. That was it. So now, fast forward. We didn't know it was sauce, but there was sauce. Mm-hmm. And Tyrese was on the Breakfast Club. DJ Envy said that he had said some disrespectful things to his wife and he wanted to box his mouth. He said, box your mouth. I've never heard that phrase. Never in my life. Ever? I've I've been around a lot of men who have said things that insinuated that they wanted to fight another man. But box your mouth? Box your mouth is wild. As I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. That's how you know you're not tough. That can go a lot of ways. Sometimes men don't know what to say with them situations when he not, you know what I mean? Yo, I really wanted to pump you up. (laughs) Wait, wait, fam. Wait, what? Wait. You want to do what with me? What you want to do? And where? <laughs> and where? <laughs> so you wanted to box his mouth. <laughs> and Tyrese, I guess at this point, was on some psych meds. Yes, it, it was during the time where Tyrese was like, what more do you want from me? It if was anyone's seen that video. Yes. Where he was going through a time. Now. He was crying. He was talking yep. about Will Smith sending him money. and Yeah. He. he he hit Jada with a Tupac song. He did. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Where's Melvin when you need him? <laughs> right? Come lick this man. <laughs> Damn, right? Tyrese was wild. He was going through something. <laughs> yeah. So I'm still confused on this, Katie, because when DJ Envy brought it up in front of Tyrese, mm-hmm. he didn't seem like he wanted any smoke. He seemed like he wanted to reconcile. He wanted to make it right. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. But then he leaves the studio. And then he puts a video out of himself showing proof, receipts. Did you see this? No, I didn't see this part. There's more. Yes. They they argued for an hour. So after that, Tyrese releases a video somewhere saying, this is proof that your wife was writing me in August of 2023. So how did she block me? And if I said something disrespectful to her, then why is she still writing me? What? So 
Then I was confused because I'm like, Tyrese didn't have this energy in the studio, but maybe he didn't know. Maybe in his mind, he's like, damn, maybe I did do that because I was off the psych meds. No, in the studio, he had energy. Did you watch the whole thing? No, I did not. There was a part where he went off. Like, what the fuck type of thing? You know, he went off. Oh, I didn't see that part. The whole. That's why I watched the whole thing because I wanted to see how this was going to go. And yeah, it was, it was parts, too long for me. They kept going back Pause. and forth. It's a big point. It's a major point. My A, yo. I caught it, though. All right. Okay. Yeah. But Jess, because Jess was trying to reel it back, Charlamagne kept making jokes. He's doing what he do. But there was moments where even after the clips where they were talking about it, and sh- and even Envy was like, I just wanted to come to you, and da-da-da. And Tyree's like, no, let's let's air this out because it's still bothering you, da-da-da. And then they're like, Jess is like, let's talk about the music. Let's talk about Tyrese's new song. He's like, no, it's still bothering him. Like, majority of that interview was him and Envy. Mm-hmm. It was an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Only about the last 20 minutes was that had to do with Tyrese's music and him getting a divorce. Mm. The rest of it was them going back and forth. It kept circling back. And even after Envy said what he said in the main clips where he was like, my wife, we try to reach out for you, da-da-da. And Tyrese is like, if you were my brother and you were supposed to support me the way I supported you, why wouldn't you give me the benefit of the doubt? That's, I agree with that. So Tyrese was hurt because he's like, you didn't give me the benefit of the doubt. You left me out to dry and then you claimed that you blocked me. Like, that was the whole thing, the whole blocking thing. And Envy was like, I wasn't going to reach out to you because I wanted to box you in your mouth. I saw that part. Whole different thing. And then Charlemagne says something and Tyrese is like, God didn't tell me to speak to you when you was going through shit with your wife. I saw that part too. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I saw it, was, that part. it was a whole thing, but it never felt like it was resolved even at the end. And I think that's why Tyrese transformed. See what I did there? And then <laughs> by himself, he said, Here's the receipts. You're lying and you're not gonna box me in my mouth. That's a joke. That's pretty much what Tyrese said. Mm-hmm. And then Envy came back on the air with his wife. You didn't see any of this? No, I didn't see this part. They clapped what back. Part? This is when I was in they ain't had no service in Florida. Oh, what, what, yes. what part was this? What part? <laughs> this was on the shade room and all that. Oh, I missed that part. And then Envy came back and his wife was like, yes, he did say disrespectful things to me. Mm-hmm. But Tyrese was like, yo, I showed the receipts of what I sent to your wife. One of the things he sent to his wife was wild, though. He was like, yo, I just bought this island. What you think? <laughs> that's so... He was trying to reel her in. Wasn't he? He was trying to get in. Yo, that's a nasty flex. <laughs> Yo, I just bought this island. What you think? What you think? And she admitted that she was texting Tyrese back while she was in the bed with Envy. I believe that. I do too, and it's nasty. So it's a whole thing with them that I still think to this moment is not resolved and you don't know who to believe, but you haven't seen all the videos. So until you do, we don't have a full plate to operate with. Mm -mm. But I still don't know what to think about any of this situation. Uh, I think it's a mess. I, I thought that that interview was a start to them, like, building a bridge as friends? Nope. Envy called them a bozo. But now learning what happened afterward, because there was a moment in the interview, too, that Envy was, like, the the main reason why I blocked you up until recently when Charlamagne would was because of something else that he said to someone else. He's like, but I won't tell that part on air. He said, I'll tell you that off mic. Mm-hmm. So we will never know. Yeah. That's interesting, though. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned for another episode of In the Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.